What's good, everybody? This your boy, the Ravishing Rudy. And of course, to the right of me, I have Jared 1017 Brick Squad. Okay. Squad. And of course, uh, again, to my other partner, shout out to NTG, IDK, where you are, but the channel needs you. I'm sending out an Amber Alert for where is NTG. NTG is always an absentee. He's an absentee, right? So he's always in route, but he ain't never in the hood. You said that like weeks ago. And I'm always <laughs> saying it. I'm always saying it until his route and destination is in the studio. Anywho, so it's been an interesting week, sports wise. You know, I'll. Talk about my sports cast uh, later in the week. Uh, probably do it uh, later tonight. Once I get all the people in the the Final Four and whatnot brushed off. You know, I did one earlier this week with my Dolphins uh, making some moves. Thank God, because I'm too old to keep seeing my football team lose. I want to celebrate one Super Bowl in my lifetime. Well, like you're about to get your wish, cause <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know, man. That maybe. boy, that boy, he, that boy Tyreek Hill ain't no, he ain't no joke. He, he ain't, and you know. And I'm happy that the Dolphins are making moves like this. Fuck them draft picks, but that's a better topic for another day. But you know, when us here, let's find out, want to create, you know, a a musical radio umbrella station, you know, to get people out there musically and, you know, help ourselves and themselves grow as a artist, a brand, you know. You know, we're about six months in now, going on seven. And it's crazy to think, uh, we got rat beef here <laughs> in our, uh, local viewing area and the beef's been uh trickling to Tom Fury. Uh, what is it this time? Well you know I, I got a uh, I got a few artists that have turned in music here. Um if or if they do not listen to this they know who they are. I don't feel like name dropping because I am not Funk Flex though I need to have me a sound effect when I do stuff like this. That napalm strike he got when he uh dropped a new song this far. <laughs> but no, um Yeah, there's a few artists here, you know, my people from, you know, Wave Syndicate and you know my my folks there at the east side, you know, they uh got a little problem, you know what I'm saying? A little uh back and forth bickering and whatnot. It happens at least once a year. It does, you know, and I feel like, you know, I should have, you know, have some here on the station, you know, the best of, I can do a versus between them, you know, or, you know, I can post up one group one week, another group the other week, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't, listeners don't. That is true. So, you know, I think, you know, that would be my challenge here. So, you know, my peoples from, you know, Big Wave. You know, my people from, you know, 600 block, you know, dirty in them, you know, best in the city. And, you know, my people at Big Wave, you know, I am going to hit y'all up 
let y'all uh, either submit some of y'all's best music or I got some of y'all's best music, in my opinion. You know, I can make a versus. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Someone's in my throat. You healthy? I'm living. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotta check, oh, just got to check up on you. Lost that time, man. Springtime. <laughs> I feel you. Them allergies winning. They are. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, my people, 600 block, you know, dirty and them, big wave. You know, I'm going to combine a, a versus of music or I'm going to y'all turn to y'all's music. And let's just see who is making these hits for real. Because, you know, internet beef and ain't where it's at. You know, both of y'all entertainers, both of y'all are, you know, musicians and whatnot. And both of y'all need to simmer down here because there's too many people out here just bickering over stupidity. And I'm gonna line it up so I'll hit y'all up separately. Ain't no need to pull it up nowhere because we over 30. It's the memes for me. It's the foolishness for me. But <laughs> that will be uh upcoming in the next few weeks for my fans who listen to either one of these brothers. <clears throat> Nothing plays speak for themselves. All right, but enough of the bickering and battering and stupidity. So my man, the Daniel McCain. You are Boss of Let's Find Out, JT, a.k.a. Jawan Speller. He has a question for us. Sadly enough, we don't have our third co-host here. Tell them what they think about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, it was a perfect setup. <laughs> oh, you good. But so the question he has for us to discuss on the show today is, who is your Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? So, you know, of your years of knowing sports and watching a few of them, you know, what is your four that you're going to put on your Mount Rushmore? Uh, still trying to juggle a fourth, but I do at least have three. Um, and not in any, obviously, any type of sequential order because mm-hmm. they on the same mountain. But first, I'm going to give respect to, to you know, my quarterback, Big Ben, because mm-hmm. can't nobody throw no bomb like that, man. Oh, uh, two is I, I was gonna shut up. Um, <clears throat> a lot of athletes do that, but uh, anyway. <clears throat> but uh, my second one is definitely I definitely gotta say Michael Vick, man. Mm-hmm. Like that boy was nasty. He's always been nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that southpaw ain't no joke, and neither of them legs. But uh, anyway, at three, even though I really can't stand the man, I mean. I, I got to acknowledge him like everybody else do. I guess I'm just going to say Tom Brady. Um, you had to throw a fourth one up there. Who you, who you rocking with? Unfortunately, it's someone else who I can't stand. But, I mean, I got to acknowledge talent where it's at. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My gosh. <clears throat> Especially since I can't think of any that too far back except for Michael Vick. So, I'm just going to do one that's still a little current. <sighs> That man, Aaron Rodgers, man. Oh, really? Yeah. I, mean, that, I I actually dislike him as a quarterback more than I do Tom Brady. But, I mean, the man, the man, he he's a good quarterback, man. And that's why he's about to have, like, the best deal as far as quarterbacks go in the league. So, I mean, just, I, don't, I don't like him as a quarterback. But, I mean, he I got to acknowledge talent, man. So, that's what this is all about, the Mountain Rushmore. So, I got to keep it real. I feel like, I mean, I, I honestly, I never 
never really like outside of Green Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, I ain't never really know like Aaron be a Aaron's a bad man. <laughs> I will admit, like yeah. you know, when I was building my ramp, my Mount Rushmore uh, earlier this week, when uh, the boss sent the the picture, you know, I, I it was hard a little bit, you know, because. You know, watching football with like my grandpa and you know my uncle and people like that that's older than me. You know, you see different like eras of quarterback. You know, and I can't. Uh, it was hard to make it because you know, like I didn't physically get to see some of these people play. You know, now with like different videos like YouTube and other sources, you know, we can watch some of these people that we didn't grow up seeing. But right. the people we grew up seeing kind of hit different because, you know, you're not going to tell us otherwise. I so, like the pun. <laughs> but it's true, like, you can't uh, you can't tell us for people we have seen, you know. Like, we physically seen these quarterbacks lined up in the back. Throw, right. run, you know, so... It, it gets us different. We've also seen we've also seen these same quarterbacks also hold that pocket down. You, you're right. So <clears throat> under pressure. For me personally, you know, in my years of living, so these are my favorite, or this is my Mount Rushmore quarterbacks. All right. Uh, I'm going with John Elway. Okay. Damn the man, Marino. <laughs> Marino. Always, you know, and my two last ones. Uh. Steve Young. All right. Because um, that was the first uh, left-handed quarterback that I seen or liked. You know, as being the person who can use both hands evenly mm-hmm. and being the person who can throw left-handed is weird because I've never seen a left-handed quarterback till I seen Steve or start watching stuff and then seen Steve. Cause I always thought, like, oh, everybody's a right-handed thrower. Then my uncle, who's a 49ers fan, was like, oh, we got a left-handed bro. You know, so I watched Steve. And, you know, then I learned, that's how I learned the history of the 49ers. So, shout out to Unc. And my last quarterback on the list, it pains me to say this, but you got to include Tom Brady. Yeah. There's no if ands. The other three is debatable, but, yeah, cheating aside. <laughs> right. You know, but. <laughs> Completely aside. Yeah, but at the end of the day. You can't take them rings off that man. And <sighs> man got seven of them. Yeah. So, you know, that's my Mount Rushmore, you know. So, it's hard. It's really hard to debate, like, you know, quarterback. And then there's quarterbacks. We forgetting, like, Peyton Manning. Yeah. I don't think you're the one of us here. Yeah, no. I, yeah I wouldn't even think about the Yeah, it was a great quarterback. And then, you know, you got, like, Legendary quarterbacks that we're forgetting. That's trailblazers like Randall Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, <clears throat> I don't think either one of us said far. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it would even pain me more to even say him, but yeah. It, I mean, this is a little bit out of our age group, but just a tad, but neither one of us said Joe Montana. Right. You still got Troy Aikman. Yeah, there's plenty of them we had to leave off. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's it's hard to really, like, pinpoint four, but truth be told, you got to hold one spot for 
Mr. Brady. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Pains me to say it, but yeah, that's true. It is pain me to say it. All right. So, Boss Man did uh, have one more uh, agenda for us to touch. So, you no, know, I ain't going to build a Mount Rushmore sports movies. I think that's kind of hard. But sports movies do hit sports fans kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they make me like, that shit would never happen in the league. Or <laughs> it'll be moments where you be like, okay, yeah, I've done that before. You know, do you, you think you can name off like, Four or five of your favorite sports movies? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can do four or five. So you know, if you kicking back, what's what's your uh, what's your five uh, sports movie? I'm like just just my favorite. Yeah, I mean, it can be like comedy sport. You know, like oh, okay. the Water Boy. Oh, okay. Uh, it ain't got to be nothing to like set like a record or nothing. Just, oh, just a sports just, movie. Okay, just, all right. What, like, what is Jared kicking back to you watching sports movies? What was your? Uh, might as well start off with my my first one that Which I one? ever was my favorite. Thing on Space Jam. Okay. Uh, two sports movies. Sports, sports, sports. Um, I'm going to say Coach Carter. Mm-hmm. And three, I'm going to say, let me see. I want to pick one. <clears throat> I'm going to go on and throw Gridiron Gang in there. Okay. And four, sports, sports. Mm. It's always the fourth. It's always a toss up for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know, man. I guess I'm just going with a favorite instead of just picking like a like a good one because it's all I can. That's only I can think of for the last one. But I guess I'll just say the longest yard. Hey, the longest yard was funny as hell. <laughs> oh, it, it was. Which, I, I was trying which, to choose a which good one. Are you saying the original with uh, Burt Reynolds or the remake with uh, Adam Sandler? Oh, oh, the the uh, the remake. Okay. Yeah, but I mean the the original obviously can't you know can't be replaced either. But um, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with uh, Longest Yard. Now, if I had to be like locked somewhere and I had to choose between five sports movies, this is what I'm choosing. Not in really no one to five order, but these are the ones that's like to me. Uh, Rudy. Okay. Because obviously that's where the name comes from. Next movie, please. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? You won't never let me get my shine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Rudy. Obviously because of the name. Uh, Ali. Damn, I wasn't thinking about boxing. I was thinking about strictly basketball and football. But yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, Ali. Uh, Will Smith played the hell out of Muhammad. Yeah. Um, he got game. Okay. They don't deserve the water boy. I swear to that. How come I did? I just knew you was going to say the freaking water boy. That's, oh. that's one of my favorite <laughs> all time sports movies. And. Oh, God, man. So I have two, like, last ones because I don't know if I can count my main one as a 
realistic sports movie, but Rocky. Which one? The original? Which which Rocky? Yeah. Okay. You, my friend, if you say four, <laughs> I swear to God, as much as we talk about four, <laughs> I need you to be straight up. As many Rockies that were, that was like, what, six of them made? I need you. Uh, well, or was it the, seven? If you kind of the original, like, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, right? those, yeah. Not think, the new ones. I think there's five of them. Oh, okay, I didn't know if it was all right. I knew it was up there, but all right. I think it's five original Rockies, and then okay, you got the break off like Balboa. Yeah, I guess Creed. I I just mean the originals. Okay, but I think it's like it's five. <laughs> okay, so I don't. Yeah, that's right. You're right. It's five. I knew it was up there though, but it's four or five. But I think it's five. It's, it's five. If <laughs> you ask me out which. of those five, I need your most honest opinion that you can give me. Out of those five. Comedy aside, turn your chair back around. <laughs> Don't you turn your chair to me? Okay. <laughs> out of the, <laughs> out of those five, uh-huh. I need to know what you consider is, in your opinion, the best one. The best rocket. All comedy aside, now. Okay. Not count my personal at heart favorite. But okay. My, <laughs> the the rocket I can watch continuously is three. All right, Daryl. No, some of them run together. Ow, a bit time. I think it's three when uh he fights Mr. T. Yeah, no, it's not three. I, I, is it? I can't. To be honest with you, some of them run together. Don't, I know the first one he fights Hulk Hogan. Was that? No, I think that's not, the first one he fights Hulk Hogan. Wait, but but remember, two of them is when um he fights. It's Paul when he Cruz. fights Apollo. One of them Apollo beats him, and then the next one he comes back and he beats Apollo. And see, now we got to look this up. Yeah, because I can't, I can't remember. Run. Yeah, because I can't remember which. The only one I know by heart is four. <laughs> that's only because of all the, the hilarity that we talk about. But it's also the saddest rock out of the five, in my opinion. But anyway, Listen, the if, other if four we, is kind of a, to, a toss-up. Because I can't remember who he fights in the other four. Can we use that damn meme one more time? <laughs> I'm going to use it every time you play a uh, champion. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that damn me cracks me the fuck up every time. Okay, so the first Rocky Yeah, first Rocky he fights Apollo Creed. Okay, and yeah, that's that's, that's one where he, he lost, right? Yeah, and then two he he beat him, I think, because those ran together. Yeah, because those two like mess me up. Yeah. It's crazy. I was also, I was really surprised that okay, uh, they made him lose in the first one. But okay, in two, he gets the the rematch. Yeah, and then he beats him. Yeah, and three is where he fights Mister T and Hulk Hogan. Okay, so yeah, you was right. Okay, Mr. So, T. Okay. so the third one is my favorite, mainly because my uncle is a wrestling fan. Also, people tune in. Will watch out for the the second half of this because we're gonna talk about uh. Our favorite errors in wrestling. I'm ready. Okay. But uh, yeah, the third one is where he fights Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. Okay. So, and we already know what four is. So, what, what was five? Who did he fight in five? That, that's one I can't remember who he fought. In five. And this will be like right when he went into retirement after he won or fought that fight. Because I do know, I think the only one that he lost was just the very first one at the end. Was when Apollo? I think Apollo was really the only person to beat Rocky. I think. I think he trained somebody in five. Oh, okay. 
I think. I think it's with the because I know in all the ones preceding five, I know he was just a trainer in those, but I know if if he did that in five or not. Yeah, the fifth one he he trains. Oh, okay. A real boxer, uh, Tommy Morrison. No, oh, okay. But anywho, yeah. So <laughs> Rocky three is my favorite one. Now Rocky four. Here we go. <laughs> Rocky four. I'm going to head out. <laughs> no, because Rocky Rocky four is so they both sad and well, fucking Paul. Why they never throw it in the damn town? Paul Crew be alive to this day. They just threw it in the damn town. I, I mean, you got to remember that the Russians did the Americans dirty in that movie. So I they seen that. the they seen the Russian dominating the American man. So they're they're not gonna throw the towel in. They they I really believe that their intent was to kill him because that's the only way they could legally get away with it is in the ring. So you know they saw him beating the hell out of Apollo. You know that they want to throw the towel in. Call with us like this. They. As in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Carl Weathers dies in unbelievable ways. In every movie. I Rocky. Think, I don't think I ever the, seen a movie where he don't die. What was the... Other than the beginning of Rockies? I, the only, I don't know about movie-wise. Yeah, other than the beginning of Rockies. Other than that, movie-wise, I haven't. He dies in Rockies. Show-wise, yeah. the, only, the only show that I saw him live in was... Was, was Good Times. When... <laughs> When JJ painted that painted that picture, his wife for his birthday, and he thought JJ was messing around with his wife. You all got fucked up that episode too. He did when James got home. James was gonna allow his son to be fought. Oh God, man! That okay, damn so others, though. He dies in Happy Gilmore. Predator. <laughs> they they fucked him up, nigga. First of all, Predator basically trolled him. Like I'm gonna tell you what happened. I remember this movie. All right, so. It's all in slow motion. He re- <laughs> he he slowly aims up at the predator with his gun, and then he sh- he gets a couple of shots off. But the predator uses that laser shit on his shoulder to shoot his arm off, mm-hmm. and the gun is still firing when his sh- arm is shot off. And then so then he he tries to reach for something with his left arm that he still has connected to him, and the predator <laughs> freaking <laughs> grabs him by his neck and holds him up in the air like like Kane. And then you just hear him scream, and then it just goes silent. So you know he was dead. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> they do Carl so wrong. He dies in, um, but he's already dead and happy. You're more. <laughs> Is that the one where he fell out the window with that fake arm? No, no, no. Wait, what was that oh, one? He dies and happy. You're more. Yes, by that. So okay. He's already dead and, um, and little Nicky. Yeah, right. A little Nicky there. Because he's already an angel. <laughs> I think they this they just like morph the the Happy Gilmore incident into Little Nicky because he still talks about that movie. So I think it's like the same person. Oh, it makes sense. He, they do that all the time. He felt that damn window. Chubs and have to die. Y'all saw my man Carl like this, man. Carl, Carl be dying <laughs> in unbelievable ways. Did you know he played? He was a linebacker. Oh, in real life? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. He played for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I mean, it don't surprise me. The man was always big as hell. He's 6'2", 230. Dang, he that tall? Damn. I mean, hell, he was uh, eye to eye with the Russian. Getting his ass beat, but, you know. He was- I, okay, I didn't think about that, because Drago, <coughs> that, that nigga was overly huge for no reason. Drago was big as fuck. He, he 
really was. But he had he had him by a little bit. I think Drago was like maybe six three. Drago six, been six, scared four. to fuck with anybody Russian <laughs> for years. I always thought all Russians look like that. You a fool. I mean, most of them do. Him, fucking Andre Karolinko. He's played with the Utah Jazz. He, he was just a little bit skinnier, but he was six eleven. Shit, them, them, them Europeans pretty tall too, man. Ain't just the Russians. Some dirt. <laughs> dirt like seven foot. Nico Bellic from Grand Theft Auto 4 was tall. All right, man. So we're going to take a little pause intermission. But when we come back uh, to all my WWE slash F, all my WCW, ECW, we're going to talk about the best eras in wrestling. Attitude, the golden, uh, the ruthless aggression, and I think now it's called the uh, well, no, it was the PG, and now it's called the the reality or the, the real era or some assumption like that. But anyway, uh, we're gonna take a little quick break, real fast, and I got bills to pay. This is your boy, the Rudy Martin, and we'll be right back. All right, and then we're back. This is your boy, the Ravishing Rudy, and then here beside me, we got Jared. For <laughs> frog splash, okay. <laughs> so RVD, we we can get into different different discussions of wrestling. But before we do that, I know you did not just say RVD has the best frog splash. No, it's just when you said frog splash, McCain, he was the first one to pop in my head. So I was, oh, was like RVD. No, not the best. I was because I know now this is going to ruffle some feathers for people who listen to this. But oh, our first opinion. Dino Brown got the best frog splash. Who? Dino Brown. You damn right, rough some feathers. <laughs> you Dino Brown. Man, if you don't get out of here, listen. No, listen, I, I'm for pound. I'm Dino giving... Brown was one of the most underrated people in the attitude. I 100 agree with you on that. I didn't say nothing. He wasn't. He wasn't one of the top people in the attitude area. I'm just saying the the best frog splash. You already know. I got to pay homage to my favorite wrestler of all time, Eddie Guerrero. Listen. To me, he's my favorite as far as the far splash goes. Listen, I said what I said, and I'm not going to take that back. That's that's fine. That's your opinion. I feel you. Right there. I'm just saying, like, no one's going to take that frog splash away from Dino. <laughs> no, that head, Bob. Listen, his moveset alone was great. <laughs> like, people got to realize that he was very underused and underrated in the Attitude Era. Speaking of errors and speaking of attitude, so me and the Daniel were having a little bit of a discussion of what is the best era in wrestling. Now, I'm going to let you, you know, talk your little uh, sense here. So you are going to go with which era of wrestling era? The attitude era. Okay. Now we're gonna I'm gonna pull this up here, but as you elaborate, what made the attitude era for you so special? <clears throat> Despite the fact that I grew up watching it, uh also because for a, a few number of reasons. One, because to to me, even after looking at old um like the golden era of wrestling, mm-hmm. to me the fans were always the loudest in the Attitude Era. They were always the loudest. Um, two, just the, the Attitude Era also has like some of my 
what most of my favorite legendary matchups as far as like main events goes and even just regular events just like like just plain tag matches like you know just like like seeing the hardy boys or something like that the dudleys just edge and christian like for goodness sake i could go on forever about as far as tag matches go um anyway and don't even get me started on the Generation X. But speaking of them, that's another reason why the Attitude Era is my favorite. Just because that was back when they did the most outlandish stuff. Like, you know, like, for example, Stone Cold spraying people with a beer truck. That was funny. <laughs> the Undertaker doing a 360 around the ring on a freaking chopper. Also funny. Well, <laughs> technically, that would be called the ruthless aggression. So, apparently, oh, okay. That was so, okay. apparently, so breaking down by errors. So, they rank the Attitude Era starting most have it December 15th of 97, but most of them will say March 23rd. But regardless, 97 to 02 is really the, the Attitude Era of wrestling. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> the Attitude Era is where I fell in love like with <clears throat> the wrestling because it my mom and dad used to work like the same shift. So I had to go stay with my uncle and we watched the hell. I used to wait for Monday patiently. Like <laughs> at school, I used to wait to fucking get out, do my homework. And then at eight o'clock, it was time. WCW come on. <laughs> we ate good, you know what I'm saying? Look, homework and that whole thing. You, you know? did your homework late, didn't you? I did mine right when I got home. So oh, I, no, I did my shit on the bus. <laughs> Oh damn, nigga! <laughs> I was reckless because I didn't want no interruptions. Like, shoot, the bus is an interruption. No I arguments happen on the bus. This, fights. This, this ain't no lie. I used to walk on the bus, pop the pop the books out, whatever I had to get done, finish that hoe, put this shit in the book bag. I would get home, no homework. If my mama overhears this, she would contest this. She's be like, "Where your homework at?" I was done. I don't fucking believe you. Let me see it. Damn. Like, yeah, that, that's not like Kilo. I done heard yeah, it. I heard and and I, I legitly be done. Like, she's been like, oh, okay. You know, I was going for Mary Way. Did she hit you with a shoe one time? That's because I got in trouble one time. That's a, that, all right. I ain't going to do that. No, that, that that's a different conversation. No, this bitch got us in trouble all these. So, this one girl was in the back of the class. She going to say some dumb shit like, somebody hit me. And then, so I laughed. So, like, my whole table, we all had to get up. Going to the office and call, I mean, go in the hallway and call our mamas. So I called Kayla. Kayla's like, "Why don't you in the school fucking play?" So she just assumed that you was the one that was in trouble when you called her. Miss God, you know, I'm sorry. I know she's still alive now, but Miss Cobb, Miss Cobb, had told all, all of our parents the <laughs> same Cobb. thing. She was like, "Now, Miss Martin, I don't know if your son did it or not, but." I'm trying to pinpoint which one of these boys hit this girl, blah, blah, blah. I was just fucking laughing out of my own business. Anywho, so she tells my mama this, and my mama's just like, wait, I walk in the door. So our house used to be like, if you, our door used to open the opposite way. So the door, instead of opening like outside, used to open inside. So I didn't see her behind me. So when I opened the door and I closed it, here she coming, coming out the hallway. About to attack my ass. I was like, hey, yo, chill. <laughs> but anywho, um, but back to the, the topic. Before, no, before we get back to the topic, I, I gotta know just after the story. Do you know who hit the girl? Hell no. Like, so oh, so you didn't see it. No, we was reading. 
Like, you know how, like, uh, classes used to, like, read, like, big groups? Yeah. So we all was reading. And all you heard was, like, this big-ass loud noise, like. <laughs> it is so. The table. Okay, so this is our table. We was, like, sitting in fours. The girl was in front of us, but whoever hit her here from like from the side, I don't know who the fuck did it. Like we was all like in the tables. Like it probably came this way and hit her, but it hit her on the side. So I guess this cop was like, "Oh, one of these people did it." So she made our table, who weren't even doing nothing, go outside and had to like call our moms. So you do know for sure that it was no one at your table. Yeah, I most okay. definitely know it was no one at our table because okay. I would have seen it whistle or like. Fly by, or like, <laughs> I want to see somebody rear back in the hood, but no, right. like, we was just chilling, but it's all good. I, I like how this actually ties into our wrestling talk because it's like <laughs> you hear about someone getting blindsided, and this is something that happened in wrestling, so it's yeah. actually kind of tied in now. You know, attitude era, so from 97 to 02, yeah, that wasn't like my favorite uh time frame as a child, but if I have to choose, um favorite era of mine it would be the golden era um which you know that is the uh, hulk hogan randy savage roddy roddy piper yeah you know um that's that uh time frame mm. now granted i was not alive for all of it but having a family member like my uncle who was alive you know, that's like, to me, that was like the best era that has the best belts. Oh, yeah. The best, yeah, the characters is what I think made that more, like, lovable for me as the Golden Era. Like, yeah, they definitely had more character in the Golden Era. Like, everyone had their own, they own, like, sayings. And it was like, the so Golden Era. The, the, the dress, the, the way they dress, like, the, the wardrobes were the best in the Golden Era. That's me. what I'm saying. So, like, Golden Era is from 1982 to 1992. So, that's the mm-hmm. Golden Era of, like, the wrestling. And then, yeah, to me, that's, to me, that's the best era, because, like, it wasn't a lot of, like, a whole lot of technology. So, like, shit couldn't be, like, spilled. Like, if somebody won, it was a shock. Like, no one can, like, be like, oh, you're such and such about to lose tonight. Yeah. You know, so, like, you had, like, the the feel of, like, surprise, the element of it. Yeah. You know, then, like, the characters by themselves, like, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, Roddy Piper, you know, the Legion of Doom, Slash Road Warriors, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like, and that's just on WWF's. You know, let's not even get into like the other area of WCW. WC, you got like Ric Flair and Rick and the Dragon, Steamboat, Sting, Sting Boy. Face paint. Woo! Yeah, so you got it. You got <laughs> you got that era. You know, but one era that's like slept on to me has to be the ruthless aggression. I so what was that? Ninety two to ninety seven. We're ruthless because there's a big, there's a huge gap. In between okay, so the, the golden era and the attitude era, and that's 92 to 96. So, so this is how they rank the era. So you got you got the golden era from 82 to 92. Then you have a era in the middle called the new generation. Okay, so that was before attitude. Yeah, so new okay. generation is from 92 to basically 96. It's basically like okay. uh 
the character it was the era where characters were starting to like fade out and like real names and real people starting to take place. Yeah. So like the go the the new generation era is like when me and you will started watching it when you got like Scott Hall being Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash is Diesel, yeah, uh Gold Dust, um, Bret Hart, well all the hearts. Um Yeah, the, the Hart British brothers. Bulldog, yeah. yeah. So that damn British Bulldog. Yeah, see, now that's that's like my that's that's when I really fell in love because <clears> one of my all time favorite wrestlers is Bret Hart. As I got older, you know, like I realized Bret is a big ass crybaby sometimes, but um, technically you can't take nothing away from him. And also, uh, oh, oh, Owen was pretty, you know, good he, too. Yeah, also, uh, Shawn Michaels is that era too. Okay, so that's what the the new generations people that carried them through that is that era. Then we got attitude, and then you got ruthless aggression. So ruthless aggression is basically from. That's like around like when Brock Lesnar was new. Yeah, that's Brock. Came in and Bobby Lashley and all of them. Okay, I would say that would probably be my my second, I guess my second favorite, like, because uh, yeah, so, that's when Brock Lesnar was new, John Cena, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, all them niggas. So, yeah, yeah, so your ruthless aggression says it's from 02 to 08. So you basically saying like John Cena – Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, well, technically, well, Rob would have been. Well, he came in the later part of that era, right? Yeah, for WWE standards. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Rob was always wrestling like he on the the nineties. Yeah, so he would have been like the the Attitude Era for uh, ECW. Right, right. But Attitude Era wrestlers that is well known. You got Edge. That's when he became Edge. Yeah. Then you got uh, John Cena. Kurt Angle, um, Chris Masters. <laughs> that uh, Master Lock was something serious. <laughs> yeah, then you coach you still got Bobby Lashley. <clears throat> it's uh that ruthless aggression era is not a bad uh William Riggle too, right? Yeah, well yeah. I mean as him being like well known and famous. You know, yeah, uh, I remember. I still remember when he was new. Then we had the birth of CM Punk around this time. Yeah, uh, that's when shit started getting a little new. Yeah, uh, new characters coming in. Yeah, Kurt Angle, uh, Carlito. Um, I thought I thought Kurt Angle was way before CM Punk. Well, see, he was, but like when people talk about him being like a a star, star, that's the ruthless aggression era. Like he was carrying like like SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, SmackDown was basically carried in the ruthless aggression era by like Eddie Guerrero, Edge, yeah. Ray Mysterio, Chris Benoit, Kurt yeah. Angle. Yeah. Okay. So that that's what they call the ruthless aggression. Then other stars, like you said, Brock Lesnar. Then there's Christian. That's when he became uh, more well known. The the title reign of JBL. Yo, one of your favorites. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling God, <laughs> I, 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 I preferably liked him more in the Attitude Era when he was with Farouk. No, that, when it was APA. No, that, that ruthless aggression, that ruthless aggression, JBL hit different. <laughs> You're not gonna tell me that's also was. that's also the era when he quit. I don't care when you heard when you heard that damn bell ring. <laughs> no, it was the cow for me. <laughs> Yeah, that you you cannot take that away. That that whole 
Like <laughs> that that JBL is top tier. That's that's my favorite JBL. Like that's probably one of my favorite things of the Brooklyn aggression. And then uh, still got like people like uh, Randy Orton, Batista. Yeah. Uh, that was when those people became like yeah when they yeah. grew up finally. So. Yeah. And now going back to like the attitude era, this is not even a WWE wrestler at this time. But my favorite attitude ever person is this fucking Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to meet him one day. Like, really, like, I will pay him over the like to sit there and do an interview with me because I really want to talk to this man. Mm. Oh, so he's still living? Hell yeah. I don't he's know why. He's I, thought, I thought he was, I don't know why. I thought he was dead. No, I mean, that's another thing, too, to bring up. Like, uh, our favorite stars that like they pass away like very young if you really think about it like some don't even be like out their 40s you know yeah you got some that died in their 30s like Eddie Guerrero of course I think he died at 38 yeah you know some really like think about it's like stars that made our childhood we didn't even get to be full with dope she had the name even here yeah, that was crazy. That was probably the saddest death, in my opinion, just because he was just yeah, just because he was my favorite wrestler. Yeah, honestly, I mean, if if I had to choose a a wrestler's death that like threw me off, I, honestly, like it is a tie now between uh Scott Hall and uh Eddie. Scott Hall threw me by surprise. Yeah, it threw everybody by surprise. But no, I'll take it back. Uh, Owens was. Oh, oh Owen Hart. Yeah, because we bought yeah. that pay per view. And oh, it was man. weird to like see. I, I would say that's probably like one of the weirdest like nights of me watching uh, wrestling, honestly. Yeah. Was like we bought the pay per view. And then it's like they uh, seen the announcement of the death. And then, you know, it was just a, a strange, like, time frame. It's like he was supposed to come out and wrestle the Godfather. There was, like, this big-ass gap between matches. And then it's like you wonder, like, what's going on? Where's Owen versus the Godfather? Like, where's happening? And then, like, time passes on, and you see, like, the king come back to the table saying, you know, Owen's not doing good. And, you know, and then probably like a match or two goes by, then they announced the death, like he died on arrival. And mm. it was just like like what? Like and then you thinking like, you know, you, your your older siblings tell you all like hey, wrestling's fake, they already know like what's about to happen. So you know, you think like, Oh, this is a part of the story, you know. He ain't dead. Yeah, yeah, death is never a part <laughs> of the but, script. But I'm saying, you, you know, know, like when people be like, Oh, wrestling's fake, or wrestling is like blah blah blah. Yeah. And then you know when you're when you're seven, nine years old, and you know, you'd be like, Oh yeah, you know, like some of this can't be fake, or you know, you tell me it's fake, okay. Then you watch Monday Night Raw the next night and it's like, oh, Owen is dead, and they do like tributes and it's like, oh Yeah, that's how you know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only deaths in wrestling that are scripted <laughs> only have to do with <laughs> the uh like storylines, like the like the Undertaker and Kane, unless they bury you in the ring, that shit ain't fake. <laughs> now, the one with Vince throws me off to this day because I, you know, I wish 
like I if I can like rewind time, I would actually stop Chris Benoit from like you know doing what he did. And I also need to change that. His name is Name Redacted. I wish Name Redacted would have stopped. You you about to turn this into something else. <laughs> <laughs> like don't disrespect Chris. No, I'm all right. I will never take away anything he done athletically. The man was talented. Yes. But I would like to say, I wish we had never done that. Because I wanted to see how the whole well, I'm Vince pretty, McMahon thing was going to turn out. Well, I'm pretty sure no one would have wished he would have did that. You, you know? You're right. Like, nobody and, wishes that. You you're know? right. And that's true. But I really do wish it would have never happened. Because I really <laughs> wanted to see how this Vince storyline was going to turn out. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I know. Me too. Because the man blew to up me, memo. To, to me, that the Chris, I started noticing Chris Benoit's uh, recline when it was like a little bit after Eddie died. That's when I started noticing it because he kind of dark side of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, if you ever like find some free time, go to like Vice. They have like a thing called Dark Side of the Ring. It's like documentaries about like uh different like wrestlers or errors or whatever or matches blah 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 that they did one on chris and eddie and they discussed like when eddie did pass that was chris's uh downfall yeah because that's i noticed that and i've never even seen that documentary it's like i just i just knew yeah because eddie's wife chris was still staying around the family chris was so depressed that eddie passed yeah that chris was like just going through the motions yeah they said he was like keeping a journal writing about like Eddie passing, he was still talking to Eddie through the journal. Yeah. Like he was still here. Yeah. And they said that was helping him cope. Yeah, they were they were close. Yeah. So he said they had said that the journal was helping him like cope through situations like that. And then, you know. Yeah, he did what he did, yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's crazy to think, like Yeah, it's it's just yeah, he went that route. Yeah. yeah, but I still wish I never wish that happened because I really wanted to see what the fuck was gonna happen when yeah. Vince blew up in his limo. Yeah, like they already gave out the layout. I remember that because it looked so real because you saw him get in and close the door. Yeah, you know they do great camera work. They do. They do. And that explosion when, was not fake. Like a billion dollar company, you can have great effects like this. You do. <laughs> Yeah, but all because of that situation, it's like he just Vince just popped up out of nowhere, like because they couldn't finish it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course they couldn't then, but yeah, so. then they try to make it like so. I remember they always talk about it. So the end result was supposed to be Mr. Ken, Ken Kennedy or Mr. Kennedy was supposed to be the the son of Vince. I remember that. That that's how they was going to play it off. That's how the angle was supposed to go. But then once the shit, the fucking limo blew up, then they had to like stop it for a few weeks, then rechange it. Yeah, and they made Hornswoggle be his son. That was fun. That was hilarious. But they ended up bringing up the whole Mister Kenny thing back up, like sometime in the future Slightly, later. Yeah, yeah. When right. he kept trying to convince him, he was like, "We're also, we also both reside from Green Bay, Wisconsin." <laughs> Boy, if that's one gimmick I wish that would have became a world champion. Do you not know? Y'all would have seen me in school every day yelling out, Mr. 
Canada. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna try to get home. Mr. Canada. Canada. It is so damn funny, man. It is. Like, it is. But see, that, I think that's what's missing now. Like, and that's what's the one thing that's missing in the current, like, wrestling you know people been like oh it's going downhill i don't think it's going down here because now we got like great athletes now like these people are way more athletic than they were like when we was younger like, they're actually like some some uh, ex-football players some or like ex-basketball like these people are like hellaciously more athletic like think about it like the rock would be like great in this era like yeah. the rock was more Superiorly athletic than some of his like people his age like wrestling. If The Rock was born like <laughs> ten years later, he would be like the probably one of the greatest things in wrestling like currently right now. Yeah. So like, but I think that's the one thing that's missing right now is like characters, like, <laughs> and also te- technology also has fucked up like wrestling for now because like you know what's gonna happen. Like, you know, even back in, the, like, the 90s or the early 2000s, we had, like, little websites that would tell you, like, who's going to win or not. That's one thing. You get, like, spoilers. Like, there's no purpose to buy a pay-per-view. Like, I already know who's going to win. Yeah, I mean, and plus, like, I haven't paid attention to wrestling in over a decade, so I, I can't even tell you who a lot of the roster is now, except for, like, the people who stay in the highlights, like Roman Reigns and yeah. people like that. Like, yeah. I know who they are. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's, that's really what's it. Like, if Roman was to, like, stop wrestling or something, then WWE would probably, like, falter. Because, like, that's, that's really, like, one of the best characters, like, right now. There's, there's a few more sprinkled in still. Like, yeah, but, I thought it was over for Raymond a few year, a couple of years ago when he was having problems with his... What has what, what he got? He had... A sickle uh, cell or something. It's something he has. I think he had... Uh, and it, but it, it flared back up, whatever it was, and it was around yeah, the time. Like, I think it, a type of cancer. Yes, yeah, because yeah, whatever it was, it flared back up when he when he had the belt yeah. and he had to give it up. Yeah. I remember that yeah, he had to go out for a, yeah. a few months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's certain things like that's what's missing right now. It's like great characters. Like, yeah, like kids, they don't have a rock. Yeah, they don't have a a stone cold. But then it also messes up because it's PG, so like they can't yeah. do the same shit that. We was used to being kids, right? Because it's just because it's just the era that the world is in now, where it's like people have gone soft when it comes to like entertainment and jokes and oh, stuff. Like you gotta watch what you say. It's like, bro, that's what ruins everything. It does, like, and that's what's ruining like stuff like wrestling. Like that's the whole concept of a joke. It's not. It's not meant to be serious. It's like you can't even play like that no more. So that that's the reason why the wrestling is ruined now. I think. Yeah. I, well, that's that's also part of it. Like the the PG <laughs> thing, like kills it a little bit but most definitely like there's no characters but most characters are handicapped by the pg like stone cold cannot be stone cold right now right because i don't know how many people know but stone cold was actually one of the uh one of the very very hand-picked few people by vince that let him basically do his own script yeah. like everything stone cold did was ad-lib like he yeah, didn't like but think about it like that could not <laughs> Fly. Yeah, it can't. Yeah, not today. It can't. No, like, it'll get flagged off TV in a heartbeat. As soon as he like 
got the first beer thrown. Right, or the first middle finger to the crowd. He out. He canceled. Like, this this type of the characters we had, they could not even survive today. I'm Him, saying. Gold Dust, DX. The Dudleys. Yeah, that, none of that shit. Oh, them power bomb and Young do that table. Dude, they, <laughs> they would not have only gotten canceled. Their lives would have been over. You, they would have been receiving death threats. <laughs> They were power bombing an old lady through a table, bro. Like, <laughs> like half naked, like broad panty matches could yeah. not happen today. Boy, Fuck. them used to be the best Listen. women's matches, in my opinion. In my personal opinion. You just nasty. Zebra and panties. No. So you can't get past zebra and panties. No, I used to hate that shit, but. Shit, I didn't. No, because. No, I mean, like, okay, when I'm 10. Yes, I want to see bitches rip clothes off each other. But when you get older and look at it, I'm like, some of these women were like hella great in like Japan and other places. And Vince got them just getting butt ass naked. Yeah, well, I guess I just I wasn't looking at it like that. I was looking at it like, man, these women fine. They ripping off their clothes. I, I mean, yeah, when, when <laughs> you, mean, you were like a ten and eleven, and yeah, like that's that's awesome. But then it's like you get older, and I'm watching it back, and then I'm like watching like their documentaries and stuff. Like, oh, she used to be like. Uh, actual wrestler, wrestler, and then like she reduced to doing Ron Panties matches. Hey, but this will be a <clears throat> a little bit of a continuance. Uh, we'll probably touch on our. I'm gonna let Jared take a week and make his list of his top ten greatest wrestlers. <whistles> ten, and I'm gonna do the same. So next week we'll have a, probably another two part episode. But again, it's your boy, the Ravage and Rudy. And of course, Jared Walls Jericho McGain. I will see y'all next week. And again, peace.